Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. Today, we have figured our timing, and now we're going to bring you something that is I'm so, so curious about. And I know so many people want to find out and learn about styling. So today our guest is Anna in style. She is the founder of Choose Your Signature Style. As a talented but introvert linguist, she discovered the power of nonverbal communication that transformed her life. Fast forward to today, she is a certified virtual personal stylist and visual brand consultant working with high achieving women, empaths, and mavericks who would like to level up their success for their signature style. Outside the public eye, she is a patient and loving special needs mom. And I loved that part as well. So welcome, welcome, Anna. Thank you for having me. So I saw your post on Facebook and can, you know, then I start stalking. I'm like, oh my goodness, we, I, I need to talk to you. I know others are curious, but I just want to know all about how you got to what it is you're doing. So I always start with, tell us about you. Start in any place you'd like. How? Well, let's start with my story. Okay, <laughs> let's do I was a, a miserable gray mouse. I wasn't acknowledged for my expertise. I had a really good education, university diploma. I was top at my class and everything was supposed to be, you know, marvelous. I was supposed to be this expert everybody would listen to, but it wasn't like that. <laughs> and and why do you think it wasn't like that? Because I was sending false messages. People didn't see who I am and what I stand for. And it appeared fake. Because people have this sense of what is real and what is fake. Mm -hmm. It's a sixth sense. It works in the subconscious level. 
Okay. Our subconscious level is more intelligent than our words and, you know, the superficial. I'm not saying that words are superficial because Mm -hmm. that was my former profession. (laughs) But I also think that appearance is much too much underrated. So is that like first impression? Like this is what you're setting forth and you're sending that vibe to say, to establish your space? Yes. First impression lasts three to four seconds. It only takes three to four seconds. And people, they decide if they want to talk to you, if you are interesting to them if you are worthy of their time hmm. or their attention. Right. There, was a, there was a comment in, the Facebook group, in one of the Facebook groups the other day, and one lady said, well, the most important thing is that you're intelligent. I agree. But you have to open your mouth to show that you're intelligent. What if you don't get the chance to open your mouth? What then? How will you show your intelligence, right? This was one side of the story. The other side was, I was again, sending false messages also Mm. in my private life. Mm -hmm. I went through several relationships that were unfulfilling and unsatisfying for both sides. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I was misunderstood because I was sending false messages. People thought I was something that I was not. Mm. And I wasn't treated the way I wanted to be treated. Our values were different Mm -hmm. also. So this, the whole thing was a big misunderstanding. (laughs) (laughs) But from the big misunderstanding, that then gives birth to? A new me. A new you. So usually when a new you emerges, and and I always have this um, vision and metaphor in my head because so many of us have gone through a lot of personal growth that on the road to personal growth will come some breakdowns. You know, you got the egg has to crack open. And you have to, I always say, walk through the fire. You got to get through the shit storm that is just just pelting you in every direction. But when you get to that end, and, and I think it's important, you have to go through it. But when you get to that end, you know, you've proved that I'm still alive. Shit, man, I am strong. I am resilient. And now I'm thinking a mind a mind shift, a mindset shift, your shoulders are a little higher, your head is a little higher, and now you're ready to take on more of the unknown because you know you can. Exactly. It's like phoenix rising from the ashes. Ah, I always use that and I didn't. Good. I'm glad you said it. I always say the phoenix. I always, always use that. That's so funny that you said that. So it's such a powerful analogy. mm -hmm, It is. And it and it just makes so much sense. So Tell me about your Phoenix moment and then how you've taken flight with your new venture. 
uh, I got my goosebumps now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wished so badly that something would change. Mm. It was like, you know, like a little child praying uh, by the window that a fairy would come and, and make it them. easy and make it easy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. so, yeah. Then I discovered this power of nonverbal communication and what appearance can do. I always sensed it, but I didn't have the tools. Okay. So I discovered this transformation journey and I went on this journey. It was not only changing my appearance, there was also a lot of inner personal work, personal growth, spiritual even. It was not easy because mm, you know, yeah. okay. the story of the Phoenix, it's not easy, mm-hmm. but you come out stronger and more powerful. Yep. And this happened to me. And then one of my friends was witnessing this journey of mine. Mm. And she was blown away how things have changed once I only changed my appearance. And what did you do? Did you cut your hair? Did you color your hair? Did you change what makeup brand you were using? What What did you change? None of that. Ah, I'm <laughs> listening. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me I more. Using the right colors for me and my energy, for my way of presenting myself in the world. So the to right be, color to be seen, your energy, you Yes. You. The the okay. energy, I mean, you know, the dynamics. Because you know, some people are more calmer, some are more dynamic, some are more mm-hmm. passionate, you know, you, we have different dynamics. Different mm-hmm. people, some people are slow, some people are fast. Some people come up with ideas like that, you know. This is what I mean with energy. Maybe I should, maybe it would be better if I use the word dynamics. No, energy is, and energy is absolutely fine. It, it definitely makes sense. And then how did you, did you read about, like, I feel good if I wear purple or like red is definitely one of my colors. That's my power color. If I want to go in very confident and determined to achieve a goal, I'm going to go in red. Like I'm definitely jewel tones. And I'm also, I need bright, I need bright colors. I'm like so bored in the winter when it's like, oh, what am I going to wear today? Black pants or tan pants or let's throw in gray pants just to change you know it's just and summertime it's prints and bright and and flowery and so how did you discover what worked for you yes I studied different systems Mm -hmm. maybe you are familiar with you know four seasons and Mm -hmm. there are many different seasons and I uh, seasons there are but (laughs) what I mean there are many different systems out there and I study a few, I studied a few of them. And one of them was actually based on this energy flow. 
there are books about it, there are courses about it. There are a lot of things that I read everything and I bought many <laughs> of the courses. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this system really um, put some thought in my mind and um, it worked. It so what was the first thing you did to, to test it? To see if it, how did you know it worked? Like, oh, I've never worn this before and suddenly people are paying attention to me or suddenly people want to engage and talk to me, whereas before maybe they wouldn't have? Yes. Yes, exactly. You get the feeling if when you wear the colors that look best on you and make you look your best, you can feel it. But it's not only the colors, it's also the material, the shapes. Everything has to be harmonized together. The whole picture from your head to toe. Because if something is out of balance, it will spoil the whole picture. When everything is aligned, then you get this pure radiant wholeness. It's like when you walk on a bridge, you know? Mm-hmm. When many people walk on a bridge, it starts to resonate, right? And then it comes in this harmonized resonance. So when you have this harmonized resonance on you, you feel, wow. <laughs> this is the word I use. Because it's a good word. It's a, it says a lot. It's a, it's, it's a good word. Yeah. And then is it based on, let's see, my hair color, my eye color, my skin tone, as far as a color palette? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. It is different with different people. Because I tried this. I tried with my skin tone. And I looked horrible in those colors. Although, you know, um, when you are a personal stylist, you work with skin tone, skin undertone. Mm-hmm. But with me, it didn't work. So then it's what was the, the backup plan? Then what do you do if the skin tones doesn't work? Then is it now it's energy? Yes, it's these dynamics. Okay. The it's dynamic. your personality, mm-hmm. your fashion personality. There's so many angles, different angles that you need to look at to get this really profound best result. So is there a quiz that you take just to be like, what do you like? What do you feel comfortable in? What do you like if people think that their arms are their best feature or their neck might be their best feature? It does it play off of things that people are confident in to begin with? Yes. As I said, there are different angles, different Mm -hmm. assessments. One of them for sure is this uh, body analysis, but this is a secondary. uh, Mm. This is secondary. This is to make it even better. I was going to say that's, that's actually, yay. Okay. Yeah. Because how many of us love what we see in the mirror? There's always room for improvement. Yes. And I always say that what you see in the mirror, you have to love it because nothing, 
you everything is repairable i would say although it's not wrong because if you have broad shoulders and narrow hips this means you're athletic this means that cellulite is not your problem (laughs) (laughs) many women cry because they have cellulite for example many women have because we have different bodies body shapes There is no person that would be perfect in the sense that everything would be flawless. Right. And at the same time, we're all perfect because we're different. And, you know, some people like larger chest. Some people like broader behind. You know, they're different tastes. And also what I always, always say to women who are frustrated regarding their weight and size. Hmm. In some parts of the world, women cannot marry if they don't have full bodies. They're good for childbearing. It is true. And it's interesting. And I know I got it wrong in the intro. Where are you from, Anna? What country? Okay. I was totally off. I apologize. I didn't. uh, I just was so excited. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I know I had to figure out time zones. (laughs) I apologize for that. So it's very true that in different cultures, body sizes and body shapes are viewed very differently, very, very Not differently. Because if that was true, no curvy lady would have a husband and children. <laughs> well, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> so it's so funny, yeah. So with you, because I want to use, you know, again, you as that example, and then tell me how you've managed to develop this and to help others. So you discover, you learn, you didn't just wake up one day and said, hey, I'm going to wear this really neat, you know, black and black shirt with these white stripes, and it's going to be buttoned up to here, and I'm going to rock it now. I know it didn't just happen overnight. So how do you then look at what you've, I'll say, been wearing? And is it a safe assumption to say that what you were wearing at the time and perhaps, you know, what you were comfortable in or just all the clothes you always, and the styles you always gravitated to changed immensely when you discovered your style? Yes. Some things look frumpy on some people Mm -hmm. and look great on other people. So, so true. Yes. And people are asking themselves why. It's because it's not aligned with their style, their personal style, their personality, their way of doing Mm -hmm. things. It's so funny. And I was just uh, in a store earlier. I had to make a return and all of the summer dresses that are out here in New York, they all have this like little ruffle thing on the bottom I'm a short girl. I'm five feet tall. Ruffles do not serve this body at all. And they're so cute. And I'm like, oh, oh, the ruffle. Keep walking. Don't even bother. And But yet, those that look good in it are so cute. They're, they're 
cute little items and I just have to keep walking. Not for me. Exactly. Exactly. I love flower patterns on other women. That's but me. if I wear <laughs> if I wear that, I would look like a man in a skirt. Really. <laughs> That's so funny. So when you learn, you figure out then all of a sudden, and, and again, it wasn't all of a sudden, it wasn't overnight through your process. You're okay. Now this is working and this looks either, this is aligned with me, my angles, my shape, my, and then, and then the confidence then has to go hand in hand when Mm -hmm. you're seeing something, I'll say a little different in the mirror, same person, just wearing perhaps different style, different color. And then that shift of confidence comes yes and also it creates as i said this wow effect if you are aligned from head to toe you suddenly it works like magic Mm. you should really try it because you, you you need to feel it it's it's sense of relief okay and I'm describing now one of my clients, how she expressed this. When she saw herself the first time in the mirror from head to toe in her energy, in her colors and everything, shapes, the whole outfit aligned, she made this you know, she said, oh my God, this is mm. me. Wow. Yeah. But you know, yeah, you know that feeling. You do. I mean, when when you do try something on and it is just you, and more importantly, you know how good you look in it. You know, it, you know how good you look in it. You know how good it makes you feel, and that does radiate. You know, that catches everybody's eye, and they're like, "Wow, look at you know, you look fantastic." Always so surprised, like. But yeah, no, you can definitely, when it's the right one. So how do we fill our closets and change our wardrobes or figure out how to add more of the right pieces to our wardrobe? Yes, this is the the trick. Okay, (laughs) let's go. This is the trick. (laughs) We all have it in us, this inner guidance. Mm -hmm. We all have it, but... Through upbringing and social situations, we were directed or in different directions, I would say. Mm -hmm. We stopped learning, listening to ourselves, and we started believing what other people said. I'm not saying something is wrong, but we all were dressed by our moms. To start, correct. Child, you, you don't have a choice. You wear what your mom gives you to wear. Mm-hmm. And your mom may have a different taste and likes. And mm. this already shapes you unconsciously and unintentionally. It just happens. Such and a good point. People, yeah. Yes. Mm. Some people, they they have this, they're lucky ones that their moms 
sense what looks good on them mm-hmm. or they have the same energy and then they dress them like they dress themselves for example there are and a few then, of them mm-hmm. yeah and they they are considered as natural talents for styling mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, nothing wrong with them but they're just like right. right so yeah what i wanted to to emphasize is that everyone gets this moment when they choose an aligned outfit for themselves usually when they want to go out and look beautiful mm-hmm. and for special occasions yeah that's um, when it's but, almost i'll say easier but what about the everyday you know, we're coming off of with post-COVID, God willing, and people who maybe have been working remote, you know, maybe they've been in gym clothes for the past year. I worked remote maybe six weeks and I got dressed every day. I got dressed, I put makeup on, I put perfume on and I put shoes on that like, for me, that was very important to like my mindset to be like, I'm sitting in front of my computer and I'm working. So, and I know many others that loved working in their pajamas. That would never work for me is, is just, uh, but so how, because I think this is so important now and very timely as everyone might be reemerging into a different, maybe now if they have a hybrid whereby, you know, their dress code is a little more relaxed because they're only going to go to the office two, uh, two days a week or, or just, you know, feeling good about yourself every day. Now, some people, what if they love being in gym and yoga clothes because it's that comfort level? Can you step that game up a little? There are different materials available. Mm-hmm. And you can always, what about at leisure, right? This is the style now. It's a big style. Yeah, it's popular. And Many, I heard many people say what you said. When I started working at home, I need, needed to get dressed from my head to toe in my former clothing so that I could step into the role Correct. of a professional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I needed to do. This is a wonderful example how clothes impact us, how important it is what you wear because... It influences our mind. It influences our state of being. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. And also, what we feel on the inside, it reflects on the outside. But what we put on on the outside, it reflects on the inside. It goes both ways. And this is a wonderful thing if you want to heal some things that are too hard or too painful to explore within yourself. Mm. With clothes, it's easier. So what is something like a first step for people that are curious? And, and you know, we have a here again in the States, we have a new summer season upon us. Do you take an inventory of your closet or first do you find out you 
maybe get an assessment from you. You find out, you know, again, a certain style just so happens I'm wearing just a regular t-shirt. Normally I don't like anything rounded. Like I'm a V-neck. I'm a, I would button it there. I don't like looking boxy because I have wide shoulders. So yeah. So do you clean it all out and start at the beginning or how do we find a first step or two, how we figure out is, and do you start with a style? Do you start with the fabric? Do you start with the hues of the colors? How do we start? Yes. First, the, the assessment is key. Mm-hmm. As many angles as possible. But there's no problem if you've done it before and if you've done it with some other system. Mm-hmm. If you feel good and comfortable with it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then... I don't recommend you throw everything away and go shopping. <laughs> good news. Okay, good news. Keep everything for now. All right. <laughs> exactly. And even, you know, people are so excited and they say, oh, I started to throw everything away. Put it in a box. Put it somewhere away. Maybe in time, when the time passes by, you will see too fast that some things may have worked also Mm -hmm. in some pieces yes you can put it aside yeah every woman has different how would i say styles in their closet because every woman has pieces that she loves but doesn't know how to coordinate with other pieces and she never wears them because of that so true or she bought it on sale or (laughs) whatever (laughs) again check off that box as well yes you buy the pieces individually knowing or hoping that you've got something that it would go with so this is the crucial part we we take a look at what you have Mm -hmm. and what usually happens is that women have more than they need Mm. And they have many different styles. So they always have this basic wardrobe already at hand. Or the uniform. Correct. We just Mm -hmm. just select the items that go together. If they want to have the whole capsule, then uh, maybe one or two items to make it really special they do purchase, but there are very few items that they purchase, except if they really want to step up their game. It happened that too with one of my clients. She wanted to transition from one role to the other, Mm. from uh, being a mom, and she's uh, really petite. She looked like a schoolgirl, because she was small and she was uh, petite and mm-hmm. she was wearing clothes that were not flattering her. Okay. So she decided, no, I want, and I want to in- invest this kind of, uh, this amount of money for you to make me professional. And I said, okay, first of all, I will not make you a professional, but yeah. we will do this together. <laughs> 
because it's your style. I cannot tell you who you are, but I can lead you. Mm. I can lead you, and this is the part. How do you know which outfits are those that are aligned? I lead you so you can see what to look for. I was just wondering, with the clothes, is it just then, I'll say clothes, because pulling the whole outfit together, there's shoes, and then there's, I'll say, accessories. And are they important, or are they afterthoughts, or is it all part of the package? Yes, everything is part of the package. I I talk about clothes because it's simpler to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I would list everything, it was it would be just too, too long. But yes, everything: accessories, jewelry, hair, makeup, shoes, everything, everything okay. from oh. all angles, right? <laughs> Love. That is um, so. You come up with your your systems and your processes and then you it worked for you because you changed as you said and then were people saying hey Anna what's going on here because you know you look very different anytime someone and especially a woman looks different to the tune of better to somebody and a little happier and a little this we all want what you're having. So do people say, hey, what are you doing? Because you're looking really different and really, really good. With me, it wasn't like that. Okay. It was this friend who observed Uh and what she said is, I cannot believe, I cannot believe it. She comes into a store and man starts opening the door for her. You know, mm. and they so she she noticed like something. Dancing. Sure, yeah, she definitely noticed something. Okay, yeah, she was amazed at how people started reacting to me differently when I was in the room. Everybody changed their behavior. It was that powerful. I'll tell you mm. a story, if I may. Mm-hmm. Please, I went to a local bar. You know where people drink beer, play picado, I don't know, darts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you say, you know, maybe I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say hillbilly. <laughs> you can but say to, anything. Okay. Just, just, just to get the, the picture mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what I mean. Sure. And I came there dressed like a cosmopolitan Gal. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Styling. Okay. Styling, yes. Of course, everybody stopped and stared. And I kept coming there often. And what happened is that they knew I was dressed differently and they started to dress more dressy. Mm. it was not intentional but just it changed everything in them somehow it it had influence on them 
because mm-hmm. I didn't step back. Right. You kept you kept arriving dressed up and very cosmopolitan and yes. almost like you challenged. Well, I don't think you'd set out to, but you challenged them and then they needed to like try it out. And hey, she's dressing like that. OK, let's not wear that shirt. Let's wear something a little nicer. Yes, because it's all it's in all of us to look nice. But mm-hmm. some people they don't dare to. They ah. want to wear black and gray and be average and not be seen because it's more comfortable that way. People leave you at peace. They don't look at your flaws. They don't talk about you because they forget about you the moment they saw you. It's more convenient and easier. And when you're dressed and confident, you're going to receive some sort of engagement. You're going to receive some sort of attention, even if it's just a recognition of a warm smile or, here, let me get that door for you, ma'am. Yes, a lot of attention. As Mm -hmm. you said, you said it beautifully. Attention, recognition. Well, because everybody wants to be seen. Yes. They want to be seen and they want to be heard. They do. Even if they are all in black on black on black, which, you know, they are hoping because not everyone is comfortable in an uncomfortable social situation. And that's why we have the wallflowers because they want to stand and hold that wall up and not have to talk to strangers or engage or make small talk. Quite frankly, they probably can't be bothered and that's okay. But to ensure the fact that that happens, they stay monotone. They stay, let me go black on black. Let me not look at anything or um, so it is very, very interesting. Wearing all black is a matter of protection, Mm. self-protection. Okay. That was a lucky guess on my part, but (laughs) all right. So I want to tell everybody because you have Instagram, you have a website, tell where can we find you, follow you. And on your website, I want to say there's a couple of assessments that you can take to further delve and discover and and maybe uh, check it out and see if we want to figure out what our energies are. Where can we find you? What is your website? www.chooseyoursignaturestyle.com ChooseYourSignatureStyle.com. Okay. And on Instagram. On Instagram, it's Anna.in.style. And then Facebook or you're on Insta mostly? No, I'm also on Facebook. I think if you uh, type in Anna in style, you should find me. Anna in style is where we're going to find her. Or choose your signature style is also my Facebook page. Okay. So you have an individual. Go ahead. I have a Facebook group. Okay. I want to know about that. Tell me I'm going to write this one down. Go ahead. It's apparel attraction authenticity for successful. Wait, apparel attraction. Yes. Go ahead. Authenticity. Authenticity. Go ahead. For successful. 
Uh-huh. High achievers. High achievers. So a few more questions. Successful high achievers. Who is your avatar client? My confidence level is is high, but I'm like, am I a successful high achiever? I don't know. Who would that entail? Yeah, everybody that identifies themselves with it. <laughs> what you believe. That's what, what I thought. What you hope to be. Mm-hmm. What you want to be. Mm-hmm. I also love working with Mavericks because ah. they they are aware of their uniqueness mm-hmm. and also empaths because they need this protection from the outer world because this system that I use can be really well used for protecting yourself from the environment, mm-hmm. the negative impact. There's a lot of that out there. Yes. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people are not in tune to set a little boundary, put up a little Teflon shield to, and instead they'll, they'll just absorb it like a wet sponge and it doesn't yeah. serve them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to find out more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been so educational. Um, just my, I'm going to think of a thousand more questions, of course, after I sign off, I apologize, but this is just the beginning. And I hope, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll connect again. I'm going to check this out because there's so much, I have a high belief level in that and, and I'm ready for this podcast is a new venture for me. It's, it's one step in another new journey my next my next chapter still unwritten but it's becoming clear so i'm very very excited and i'm so grateful anna that you took the time to talk with us today thank you so much for your kind words and your friendliness and i really hope that we will get the chance to talk again i know for a fact we will thank you And thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. As always, please, 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 if you subscribe, rate, and review, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we are everywhere you listen to your podcast. So send us a nice rating. That would be really appreciated. Also, comments, questions. I know we're going to have some. Go to that website, www.joyfoundhere.com. And until the next time, be kind, you know, just have some grace. We're all, we're all here doing the best that we can and lead with a smile. It really does go such a long way. Have a great week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.